Welcome to the Team Never Quit Podcast, the number one podcast that inspires you to fight on. I'm your host, David Rutt Rutherford, here with Mr. Never Quit himself, Marcus Luttrell. Our mission is to help you embrace the suck of life, to teach you the values of working your ass off, and to interview the most hard-charging people on planet Earth. We know life is hard. It's time for you to suck it up, buttercup, and let us teach you to persevere in every environment imaginable by sharing real-world lessons learned by those who never quit. That's right. It's time, Marcus, for us to help them defeat the well, negative you're insurgency me up, man. in their lives. You fire me up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's roll. Let's roll. Marcus, 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 Marcus. I gotta tell you, brother. I think you know what's coming now, oh, yeah. and there's and, and there's a reason for it, though. It's not just ambiguous. It's not just because I live my life like this, twenty four seven, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days. It's because I really believe that today is special, man. The guest that that we have today, today's Team Never Quit podcast show is a special show, and for many, 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 many reasons. But in particular, because of your relationship on this one, brother. Yep. And, 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 and so when I think about this and I prepare for this one and I think about all the different things that go through my mind and what I want to ask this guy and I can't wait to hear his never quit story and, and his connection to you and his commitment to this country, man, like uh, I, knowing I, all the being family and being part of his life and, and knowing everything that he's been through just with my time with him. Uh, there, there's no telling what we're going to hear. I mean, it could be anything, really. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it could be a story from his childhood. It could be a story from... why not? From because any, just a anything story to somebody might be an um, <laughs> incredible story to somebody else. Right. Our listener, the guy, the people that... That's the beauty about it, man. I mean, we may focus on that one... Because think about it. It was like, what's your one never quit story, man? You know what? I mean, you're only 40. We're going to have some more cowboy. We're going to have a bunch. I'm not done. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I got a wife and kids to go with, that we got to have you some got memories. A bunch. Sure, man. So that's the great part about a lot of these people when they come up with a man. They're, you, you, you can literally hear 50 never quit stories to somebody else. Right. You know, that's one of the deals where he's like, oh, it's just normal. I didn't even think about it like that. I'm like, well, that right there, it was a never, is someone is dealing with that. It just ignited our listener's heart to, to go pursue their never quit. You know what I'm talking story. about? I say <laughs> yeah. that right? You spot on. 100% no. And, and for the listeners that are just tuning in for the first time, listen, you're in for a treat because on the Team Never Quit podcast, Marcus and I, our mission, I'm David Rutherford, our mission is to inspire you to, to ignite the, the fire in your gut for you to get out there facing adversity, overcome obstacles, and go live out your greatest never quit story or stories in your life, man. That's what our mission in life is now. We've been there. We've had the never quit stories. And as Marcus just eloquently stated, we're going to have more in our future. But because of what we've seen and what we've done and what we've heard and the people that we surround ourselves with, we understand we have the never quit mindset, but it's our mission to teach you that mindset. Right, Marcus? It's about... All right, so listen, if this if you're coming back for more, we're so stoked that you're back listening. We love having you. Please help us spread the word. Tell everybody to go to our website, that's tnqpodcast.com or teamneverquit.com forward slash podcast to go check out all the other shows that we have up online. You can also download us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. We're on every single different device out there. Uh, what we want you to do also, when you come on board, recognize that we're going to take you on this epic journey to help you learn this never quit attitude. We're going to introduce you to a great story from history about a great person or a great event. Then we're going to bring on one of our friends or, or, or people that we admire and respect or people that just all around knock us down on our butts because of their amazing never quit story. 
And then once we're done with that, guess what? The how-to, the nitty-gritty you can find on tnqpodcast.com in the after-actions report section. And that's where our guests explain the how-to, the nitty-gritty, the behind-the-curtain of how to execute their never-quit mindset day in and day out as they overcome these amazing obstacles and adversity in their lives, which is what we're trying to teach you. So today's show, bud. Today's show is 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 a big one. And I feel, you know what? I just want to, before we even get started, I just want to thank you, Marcus, for all the, uh, the amazing people that you've reached out that are in your lives to bring them onto this show to help not only our guests, but to help me, man. And today is one I'm really looking forward to. Ah, it's my, my pleasure. I, I, look, you've basically come to me and said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do something here with this this podcast about never quitting. You got any ideas? And I said, Well, man, let's just start with people that I surround myself with. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. By the time you heard this a couple of times, that you know exact. I am on the level with that. With most everything. With most everything. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> Your choice of late night cartoons, maybe we'll we'll have some flexibility. Yeah, I'm weird, man. I, <laughs> and that's the beauty about it. Everyone who who is really close or knows me knows that. Yeah. It, and that that's what I, I do love a lot of things about being in the public eye. And yeah. one of the one is my um my Your ability to touch people. Well, my one sided persona. Yeah. Like I I went through all of that. I mean, I was still, I was, you know, yeah. and I, I, I lived that life. I, and I carried that. And you did it as good as anybody right. else. But before, before I was that. And after, I mean, look, I like to say I, I didn't step away. I wasn't godless or anything. Right. I just stepped away from. You did what you had yeah, to do. You know, I love being a team guy, man. Right. I, I'm not saying that team guys are godless. That's, they know what, it, how do you explain that? man? Well, let, me, like, let me try and say, you let, wear, me, let me try and sum it up for you. So, you know, when, when you make the decision to move into that fraternity, into the brotherhood, you make a serious decision to be, to do very serious things in this world, to do things that most people never want to do or could do because they simply don't want to have that perspective on life. What we've chosen to do is to go into that space. And in that space, we were fortified under a pressure, under a pain that helped us see the world in a very unique way. How's that? That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> that, was, that was my point, damn it. I, I couldn't get it out. Well, let's get, into, right, this look, first, let's get, get into the first historical person we're bringing on. And I wasn't paying attention to you, damn it. You, that's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say. I'm paying attention now. I'm reading about Sam Houston. All right, so you just said it. Our, our, yeah. uh, why don't you... See what he did, wizard? <laughs> so why don't... That, that, Wizard's so, got that damn smirk on his face, so I knew he knew what was happening. <laughs> So our, our historical figure that we want to introduce that relates to our, our guests coming on because of so many different obvious personality traits, but most especially because their ability to never quit on the great state of Texas. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and on top of everything else, and I know all the people that we have on the show are wonderful across the board, man, and the, our guest today is wonderful, and he's a Texan, and the guy we're talking about here is a proud Texan. As Texans, I... We, they're all going to get what I'm about to say right now. If you're not a Texan, you will not understand this at all. Okay, I will help you where, understand. I, I am, I am. Right, I am, you speak Texan. I speak Texan right. now after being on the show and long enough and See, knowing you long. That's enough. ridiculous. This actually, there's something behind it. Oh, there's, there's. It's a whole dialogue. I, I mean, I just didn't make this. Up. I'm this way for a reason, right? No, no, absolutely. Yeah, so one of them is, is is Sam Houston. I mean, well, and Governor Perry and. They, I'm allowed to say that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's coming on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm still learning this whole tr- I have no idea what's going the on. The setup is not... I uh, uh, no responsibilities here whatsoever. <laughs> our, our, right? our guest is Governor Perry, but we'll get to him because right now right. we want to talk Houston, about so Sam the, Houston. It's the, it, the, the Texas men, the men in Texas who do something... For, tech, for Texas. Phenomenal. That benefits all of us, man. We recognize that. Right. In a big way. Very right? well. Oh, man. Yeah. Bigger than Texas, bigger than life. That There's so much history in this state. That's why I love it, man. That's why I can never leave it. And it's, I mean, we we just talked about the superstition and the folklore. <laughs> and all. That comes from here, man. Totally. And uh, I love it. And I can't wait to pass that on to my kids, man. Well, it all started with these guys. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Sam Houston, shy. So Sam Houston is a guy originally from Tennessee, right? And he grew up. Uh, he was from Scotch Irish descent, and they came in and they settled in the. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't say Tennessee without Texas. 
Well, is that what I, they like to say? I, I guess that's what I just <laughs> said. I mean, this is what, well, you know, yeah, absolutely. You can't say Tennessee without Texas in this case in particular. So uh, Sam Houston was a mar- uh, an amazing guy. You know, as he grew up, he le- ran away from home early. He became a Cherokee, an, honor- an honorary Cherokee citizen, which is really cool. You know, not only that, but he he went in, he he uh, got, he held office in Tennessee, moved all the way up under the guidance of Andrew Jackson, right, uh, our, uh, one of our presidents. He he became governor of of Tennessee. You know, there's some amazing stories about him getting into a little bit of trouble here and there, but you know, working his way through it, moving his way down to Texas, and getting completely consumed with Texas becoming its own republic. And 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 what one of my favorite aspects of this guy is he was so Texan true and true. I mean, once he came down, I mean, I mean, he was one of the original founders. But it was his fight against Santa Ana, right? And when, after the Alamo, after the Declaration of Independence, Texas Declaration of Independence, you know, and after the Alamo uh, debacle, I shouldn't say debacle. That was a great stand. It's not a debacle. They'll talk about never it quit. Depends on what side hey, you're yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you can you can say that, all right? Because you, you know what it. Right, talk, you, right. <laughs> debacle is a relative term. Talk about never quit. Right. <laughs> well, anyways, in in his pursuit after it, and, and the victory, raising those fifteen hundred men, and to go in the Battle of San Jacinto. Right? Am I saying that right? Or? San Jacinto. San what, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Did I, I? I threw up a little bit. <laughs> you see that flag on the wall, son? <laughs> I see. It says, "Come and take it." <laughs> yeah, that's the battle flag. The, 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 that one right behind you is the big daddy of them all. Big, all right, I, I, I'm showing ever. <laughs> My point is, is that this is a man. No matter what happened in his life, he was always dedicated to serving this country, right? He was dedicated to the great state of Texas. I mean, he, he was one of the founding fathers of Texas. I mean, he was, you could say, Marcus, could you Absolutely. legitimately say he uh, was the yeah. founding father of Texas? One of them. One of them. Yeah. And, and and so what's remarkable about him is, is you know, it, one, not only the fact that he's the only person in history that was not only the governor of two states, but also the president of his own republic, right? I mean, that's impressive in and of itself. But just his commitment, you know, I mean, and, and also another crazy thing that I... Do everything, really, family do everything, and faith. Everything. He, he, that's who he is. So when, you know, tell me, Mark, when you're growing up and you're, you know, going and learning about Texas history, how prominent of a role does Sam Houston play in that? Do y'all have Florida history in school? Not really. No, not many states do that, right? <laughs> no, we do, but but our Florida no, you history. Don't. No, you don't. Our Florida history is like saying Texas Augustine history is an American history. We, we got we got Ponce de Leon. You see that flag down in my bar that says "Ain't Texas" and everything else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I hey, you know what? This is the only time I ever. I'm a Texan, and when I get a lot of grief from people who aren't Texans, I'm Americans. I am an American, damn it, proud of it. You know, I, yeah, love, yeah. But I am a Texan through and through. That's right. What are, what are so, the things I, mean, I always love about when I go through all your picks back and you know when you're in the teams and stuff? They're just strikingly always just that gigantic patch of Texas on every piece of kit that you have. <laughs> it was ridiculous, wasn't it? It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, mean, I remember getting out of the Hilux one time with my I just got there, right? right? So everything I had had Texas flag. Well, you normally don't carry everything you have at the same time. Right, right. It did look kind of ridiculous, right? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hey, that did that thing saved my life, man. Oh, heck yeah, it did. Right? Heck yeah, it did. Now, uh, <laughs> anyway, so like, man, look, there's so much history about Sam Houston and everything that he did, and and the beauty about like I, I grew up around here, so and in in school to get on the history part, which stu- Texas history, you study that all all, all up through Still now. Uh, it's absolutely a part, an ongoing part of the, sure because yeah. Texas history, obviously, because of the what happened down in here, it forms up and helps form the rest of the country. I mean, right. that's another reason why we're so proud of it. But with Sam Houston, the way he fought in the military, and then the, the, a great general, a great one, man, and then you could tell a lot about him because I mean, his men went against him sometimes. You know, all of that, right? But he stayed true. Sure, man. He you stayed don't see true. It. That's the good part about it because any, you can fold at any point in time, man. It just gets so hard that, and people are saying this. The, the government's coming down saying, hey, what's going on? Why aren't you fighting? He's like, hey, who? look, man, I'm not a politician right now. I'm the damn general. 
Stay yeah. out of my business. Let me do what I'm good at. Right? And look where we're, uh, we got it, right? And, and I mean, there's so many things. I remember when they built the Sam Houston State statue. Uh, Sam Houston Statue, yeah, right. statue. It's, it's huge, man. It's awesome. Right. I mean, you can see it forever. It's like the Dave Puff Marshmallow Man, but a badass, right? Because I, hey, I'm educated by the state of Texas. I'm a, 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 a Huntsville baby. I'm a Sam Houston State unit. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, we, got all, all, we got the death row. Everything. Every unit has a name. I went to the Sam Houston State unit. I had so much fun. At, at college at Sam Houston State, man. I mean, I, I support. There's a couple other teams that I talk to, and everyone knows that you've seen it on the on YouTube and like yeah. that, man. But I, you know, I bleed orange and white. Yeah, I loved going to school there, man. I had the best time. My guys, I grew up with. We all went there. Right, right. So it's just Your a crew. Exactly, man. It was just a, I, it was an ongoing life of all around here. I grew up around. That's why I came back here. Right. And so the uh, legacy, what you're saying yeah, is I mean, the legacy the smartest, of Texas. You know, some of the smartest people come out of that school, the criminal justice school, and just everything that, that came down from both sides of what he did for not only the state but the country, being in politics and being in the military, and, and, and showing that you know, it's not – it's the obviously did huge things, right? Great things that impacted everybody. But it, if you follow that – that rabbit's hole, man, it's all, it all boiled down to the little things. Right. Well, it does. Every little decision that he makes and, and his pride in Texas and the desire never to quit, to make sure that the state thrived, that the that they didn't allow the external forces, the Mexican forces, to beat them down. They came back harder. They made sure that they Oh, man, they we just were, got whipped at the Alamo. Man, we you know we take that's one thing we do. How many times I said that, man? We get whipped. we take a beat yeah, and come loss. right on right. back. It's not the yeah. win loss column, Jack. <laughs> you have to get rid of every one of us. <laughs> and that's perfect segue into who's coming on next. And this this man is he upholds that Sam Houston tradition. He upholds the proud Texas tradition. He upholds most importantly the beauty of being an American and what he represents. You know, in terms of God, country, family, and friends, and loyalty. And and what I'm so privileged is, Marcus, is that he's a close friend of you and what he did for you. So what do you say that we get Governor Perry on now? All right, Marcus, you know what happens when I start getting this vibe inside my guts, man. It's like with that first time that you're jumping out of an airplane. It's like the first time that you're underwater, although not in an SDV, because that's sheer madness. <laughs> this is something bigger and better than everywhere because it's all about that positivity that the Team Never Quit podcast brings. And today's guest, because of your relationship with him, because of the impact that he's had on this country and the great state of Texas. So without further ado, why don't you get the ball rolling, Marcus, with your good close friend? The Honorable Governor Rick Perry of Texas. Well, I'll introduce him like that, and then we'll start talking about our uh, why we really have him on here. Because the the Perry family, once they brought me in, put me in the direction I needed to go. I'm I'm sitting right here right now because of this man. So he's got plenty of these stories, whichever one he wants to talk about. And then the beauty about it is a lot. If it's one that I've been there for. I can throw my my perspective on it, and you know, be, this will be one of those one of the greatest interviews we do because well, it's personal. Governor Perry, we'd first you know like to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and day to come on the Team Never Quit podcast. Well, I'm I'm not only honored to be here; it's a, it's a great privilege to sit and talk to uh, both of you. It uh, I'm situated in uh, Fayette County, Texas at the moment at a Whataburger at the corner of uh, State Highway 71 and, and uh, uh, 237. So um, it, it's, it's a good day to be in the country and getting ready for one of the great Texas treats of all time, and that's a, uh, a Whataburger. So, <laughs> I, you know, anyway. as Texas boys, that's, that, we will plug Whataburger no matter if we're sponsored by them or not. Every show, if you want. That Bluebell ice cream and Bucky's. That's that's a Texas hat trick right yeah, there. Sure. Hey, hey, listen, th- those, those three, that's what we call a trifecta. Yeah, that's so, our Texas hat know, trick. We, we, we live kind of in a triangle between Giddings and LaGrange and Brenham. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, Bluebell ice cream, there's none better. And, uh, you know, what they went through. And, you know, you talk about a never-quit story. Right Right there is a great one for one of the most, I I, I think, one of the great Texas brands, Blue Bell Ice Cream. Uh, The the Cruzies could have quit. They could have said, hey, you know what? Uh, This has been a good run. 
but they didn't. And, uh, you know, Ed and Howard and Paul, I mean, all the cruisies, man, what a great bunch of people and, and, a, and a great story. Well, uh, I, I, I think we might have to get and, them on. Dude, I, I love Bluebell, Bluebell ice cream. If y'all hear this, Kershaw, I eat a pint of the Great Divide every night. While he watches the superheroes cartoons. I, I, ask any, anybody who lives here, I eat a pint of Bluebell ice cream every night, the Great Divide, while I'm watching cartoons. Well, I love it. That's the truth. That's the truth. truth of, ask anybody. All right. All right. So the first thing we need to do before we even get started is we need to have the Mad Minute. Now, the Mad Minute is something that Marcus and I and our executive producer, the Wizard, now uh, affectionately called Blade because he just uh, impaled himself recently. You ain't going to believe this story, bro. It's awesome. We'll tell you later. Uh, yeah, I had, had a chance to call you and tell you about what went down here yesterday. <laughs> you, it, it's one of those stories. <laughs> There's stitches involved. <laughs> all right, all right. So how, the way the Mad Minute works, Governor Perry, is we're going to throw some questions. I'm going to throw some questions. At, and the first thing that pops into your head, just go ahead and let it rip. We're going to do a little prefrontal cortex exercise here and, and get it going. All right. So are you ready, sir? Let's go. All right. Where'd you grow up? Pine Creek, Texas. Uh, what movie would you watch more than once? Oh, man. Top Gun. <laughs> That's awesome. Of course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> you uh, knew that one, <laughs> Of course uh, you would. Why did I want him to say Navy SEALs? I actually had that right here. Check. Yep. I got that locked down. All right. Here you go. If you had to fight one, who would it be? Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Oh, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> All right. Is Google more likely to save the world or destroy it? Uh, that's a coin toss. It is. It's both, isn't it? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that's Who, a coin toss. Who's the person that you would love to have a bunch of beers with? Um, man, that's a big and long, distinguished list of people. I, you know, no, I can't just pick one. I, you know, I don't want to just, I don't want to have just one, one beer and, <laughs> or just with one. Let's just let's just a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of beer. Right, right. Yeah. Governor, Governor team, wants <laughs> start team three. Bring team three over. There you go. There you go. All right, all right. Here That's you go. Right here, more all women right. and beer for the men. What, what's something that you're afraid of? Uh, snakes. Uh, uh, use these three words in a sentence. Ready? All right. Pluto, Hillary Clinton, and scissors. And scissors. And scissors. This one stumps Pluto, me. <laughs> Pluto is a long way from here, and Hillary Clinton's policies are a long way from reality. And we need to use a pair of scissors to cut that connection and get America back to reality. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. Here you go. Uh, all right. If it when you become president for a day or a whole term, or uh, what's the one thing? What's the first thing you would do? Um, I would announce that this country was going to get back to being very constitutionally uh, focused, and that the states were again going to be respected the way the Tenth Amendment actually directs us to. Uh, respect the state's sovereignty. That's a lot better than uh, your answer, Marcus. Didn't you say that you would uh, cause an international incident? Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, all right, all right. Beatles, Beatles, Rolling Stones, or Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin. Ah, I love you, Governor. All right, the world's best vacation destination. Um, man, let's see. I I gotta think, um, on a yacht in the Caribbean. Oh, that's a nice place to be right there. All right. All right. Yeah. If you could have any dream career other than what you're doing now, what would it be? Um, you know, I'd probably be a, uh, I'd probably be a rancher in, uh, that sounds good. Clear a rancher on the clear park at the Brazos river. That that's, kind of a dream wow. i did that once and it was good that's cool. all right all right last one what's your greatest achievement 
um, being the father of two very capable children who uh, didn't get on the front page of the newspaper uh, before they were 21 years old. Amen. Well, bless your heart for that. That's a great, that's, we love when people say that. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. Awesome. All right. So here's, let's Uh, get, let's get, go ahead, Governor. Well, I was going to say, you know, I I know the, where where we're headed with this is to share some of the never quit stories that uh, happened uh, in, in my life. And, you know, there's a number of them and whether it was, you know, I don't want to get too philosophical here, but, uh, uh, the the point is that almost everyone has these moments in life when they, uh, whether life throws you a curveball, uh, whether uh, you you just are at your wits' end, uh, whether you you know you put out your best effort, uh, but you're still not getting the job done, and you can walk away from it, and and that's the you know the, for me that's the great Marcus Luttrell stories uh, are. Here's a young man who could have stopped at a lot of different uh, junctures in life, but he didn't. And you know, I'm no psychiatrist, and I don't, I, I don't know what it is that drives uh, an individual. Uh, but we all hit those places in life. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a 13 year old boy working on getting my Eagle Scout. And then, you know, you get distracted. You have a lot of things that happen to you. Uh, but you, you, you stick with it. And, and, and one of the reasons I've helped with scouting through the years is to, to, to be a mentor, to be the uh, individual who puts their, you know, their arm around a kid at, at 13, 14, or even 15 or 16 years old. So say, hey, man, let me tell you why this is important for you to finish. And, and the signal that it sends to your uh, future employer uh, that they're looking at you and they know it as a young man, you followed a very specific uh, guidebook and finished this long and arduous task. And if you did that at you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, you probably still have those characteristics uh, as an adult. And Absolutely. you're the kind of person that I want to hire uh, to work with me. And, you know, when I, when I finished up college, listen, you know, I'm, I was know there, I'm a governor I'm a was charmed. governor. Was there, a, was there a story in your, your quest to get your Eagle Scout? I mean, I mean, when, when I, when I asked Marcus, what his never quit story was, I figured I'd have something from the battlefield, right? Something incredible task, like, like maybe Red Wing or, or something else. But you know what? He told this amazing story about his brother putting jet skis in the water and he walked away because he couldn't figure out how to get that tow, you know, the tow thing down and walk. So he, left back Mor- the trailer. so he left Morgan hanging. So I'm, is there a moment in your past where you remember, man, if I quit right now, or you, maybe you did quit and you learned a lesson as you were going for that Eagle Scout. Yeah, I mean, and, and listen, the fact of the matter is most of these stories about never quitting aren't sexy. Uh, most of these stories are, are, are about life, and they're about things that, no. and, and it's why those of us who uh, still feel really called uh, to be a part of uh, this great country and to, uh, you know, to fall in, to give support to, you know, maybe some faceless uh, young man or woman somewhere who are, who's struggling with life and, and it would be easy for them to quit. And, and we give them that, uh, uh, little bit of a pep talk. You, you put your arm around them. You, you know, you, you give them that little the push. Right. Yeah. in the open. And, That's what we do. Anybody, somebody can do that. Like me, you, nope. you, I mean, fail in the open and then have the strength to say, you know, it's all right. Everybody does. I'll get hey, back man, up. Keep hey, going. You know, you want to talk about failing well, in the it, open? How about how about uh, being in a debate in a presidential deal, and you can't because you're right. no, strung I, out. You know, you can't I, remember your mother's right. maiden name, <laughs> and yet, you know, by God, you're you're called to do your duty. And and uh, you know, I could have I could have pulled down the tent, went back to to Texas, and said, you know, you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed myself, and I'm never gonna uh, go. You know, I, I'm just gonna go back and. This I'm done with this, but you know everybody makes mistakes, and, and my point was it, it's not how you perform every day that really matters. I mean, yeah, it's important, but if you want to 
see the measure of an individual, if you want to see the real character of an individual, let them fail. And Miserable. let them fail in a big way, in a public way, and how do they respond to that? And I'll suggest to you that is a greater description of a person's character and who they are than being a, a winner every day and you win the lottery every day and you, every decision you make is the right one and you get That's rich not living, and you man. marry not the right living. woman and every, the kids are smart and beautiful. Maybe not. Uh, the, 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 the guys and gals that I admire most are people who you may not ever know, you may never see. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a young Marine who, uh, has fought his battles mentally, physically. Uh, I was well, I was with one just this past week. Yeah. And, 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 and seeing them get completely crushed up, uh, by life, by things that have happened and they come back and, and they're stronger than they've they've ever been and that's you know those are the great stories that i like to be involved with and maybe play to some small role in or just know that they're happening out there uh but it's uh you know my my, again I've, i've lived this blessed life i don't get confused that i've you know had any great um hurdles that uh, somehow or another were monumental, uh, but I could have quit a lot of time in life. I could have quit before I got my Eagle Scout. Uh, I, I, when I finished my first phase of, of, uh, of pilot training, I was, I was dead last in the class. <laughs> I it just, I could, you know, the, the instructor pilot and I just, we talked past each other. And I, I mean, there were, tw- I think there were 30 kids left in our pilot training class uh, when we had finished T-37s, which is the first uh, part of it. And the only reason I wasn't dead last in the class is because there was a kid from Nigeria who they couldn't wash out. Right. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. You know, he had been washed back four classes. But anyway, I could have, I could have quit. And and nobody would have faulted me, and it's kind of like, hey, dude, man, maybe this wasn't what you were cut out to be. Maybe you weren't supposed to be a pilot. Obviously, you're ham-fisted, or you can't remember stuff, or it's just, you know, whatever reason, this ain't working. But was there so, I, was there somebody in particular in your life? Was there a teammate? Because one of the things we talk a lot about on the air is in those epic failures, Governor, in those moments of just catastrophe, in those moments where you feel like, you know, you, you, all your power is gone, somebody steps into our lives. At least in my life, it's been amazing. My wife, the Admiral, my teammates, everybody around, somebody steps in. Who was that person in your life at that moment that stepped in and brought you back to, to success? Yeah, the- you're absolutely correct. There, there are people like that. Obviously, back in that in my scouting days, it was my old scoutmaster, the uh, class of 1932 graduate of Texas A&M, who was part of Patton's Third Army. Wow. I mean, just a tough, disciplined man who you know kind of took me by the cuff and said, "Son, we're going to finish this, and you're going to you're you're going to do this." But it, at that next juncture, the, the story I was telling, it was I, I made it to the next stage to that primary training stage and by the grace of god or you know i've had a an instructor pilot his name was terry skodak and terry skodak was probably one of the most talented aviators i've ever been in in my life but more importantly he was a great mentor and instructor mentor and he had the ability to uh to communicate with me and I, I went from dead last in the class. I think I graduated either, you know, 12th or 13th wow. in my pilot training class. I mean, I could fly the wings off a of T-38. Uh, and it was because this guy, he and I, uh, he and I really jailed. I mean, we communicated. We talked to each other. We bonded. We were, he was able to kind of relay the, 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 the aviation tactics and the training and, and the touch uh, that allowed me to really be a, a, a very talented pilot. And so the, the, those people all through life come along. And, 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 the me, will to, and the will to succeed too, right, Governor? The, I mean, the will. I mean, when he put that, when he invested in you as a young man and really got behind you 
and that and and allowed you to feel, hey, yeah, I can do this. I can succeed. I can overcome. That gets inside you. That's for me. That's always been the pivotal moment. They say that makes the best soldiers and the best pilots because you have the guys. Obviously, you want to be there. Right. Like you got somebody coming in. Like, I want to be a pilot, and we spend most of our. <laughs> I want to fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, I, I want to do this. We spend most of our time trying to get rid of them, which right. is which is understandable. You you, you got to do that, man. But there's certain teachers who who can look past that, right? And they're like, Hey, I know out. we want to get. I know we want to get rid of this guy, but I think I see something in here. Let me try it this way. And if you got guys who can teach people how to do something in multiple multiple different directions, then th- those are the great ones, right? I Huge. Mean, those, yeah. Because you, really you don't really know anything until you can teach it. And you don't really learn anything until you have to teach it, right? Yeah, that, that's a good observation. You know, a, a lot of the very highly, um, the, the, the very highly trained, um, areas of the world, whether it's on the military side or, or for that matter, uh, whether it's on the business side. Um, one of the tactics in the training is we want to test you at an early stage because if you're going to fail, we want you to fail now <laughs> and not when it really matters, right? not when somebody's lives is on the line or when somebody's business is on the line. And and so running off guys that are going to, you know, that it, 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 that very intense moment uh, when they need to be at their best, when every light is flashing in the cockpit, and we want that individual to be a cool cucumber and um, uh, not, to, not to be, uh, you know, all frazzled and, you know, throw their hands up in the air at the moment when you need to be with both hands. Uh, you know, one on the stick and one on the throttle and be thinking very clearly about what the next uh, step's going to be and, and the next procedure that's going to be. Life and death, split decisions. Yeah, it's, and, and it's true. Listen, it's true in, in life's daily uh, I- I- events. I mean, uh, when, um, when, when, when a tragic event occurs, uh, you know, you want to flip on the switch and see the professional coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've watched Marcus on a number of occasions when something has occurred, someone's gotten hurt, and it 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 was fascinating for me to see the professional step into. Uh, you know, it's not just the you know the young man who's my friend. This is the professional that's been highly trained in either medical or. Uh, self-defense or what have you. And, and I've seen that uh, in, in, a, in a few flashes, a few moments. And that is priceless training. And that's exactly why, why we train. Uh, we, you know, think about uh, the, the core cadets at Texas A&M. Uh, it mm-hmm. is there as a place where you are vetted to find out whether or not you're going to be um, capable to be in the military to handle that, or for that matter, maybe you're not going to go in the military, but to train you to be disciplined in in life as life's challenges come along, and that goes back to the never quit mentality. It's 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 you know, and it's really fascinating. I think I think people, uh, some people are born with some amount of that uh, focus and discipline. And then there's some amount of it that, that from the environment that they're in and from Bestowed, uh, yeah. the, in, the, the individuals that are, are there that are mentoring you, helping you, training you, being a, a role model for you. So it, it, for me, it's a combination of them. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, I think I was probably born who, who, with the... Who, who was the biggest influence in your life then that taught you that never-quit mentality? Really, that looked at you and said... You know, whether it was, you know, whatever, you know, context or experience it was, looked at it and said, you're not giving up. Get back in the fight. Who was that person for you, Governor? Well, there's been a number of them. You know, as I go back, uh, my scoutmaster was one of them. Um, my mother was one of them. Uh, awesome. Listen, I mean, there were, there were a number of times when, um, you know, sitting on the uh, uh, the edge of the um, – Oh, the kitchen counter, and she gave me a little instruction about. Uh, Listen, you know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna finish this project. You're gonna do this. 
certainly that was the case with my son and um, and and Anita. Um, you know, mothers may play the singular most important role uh, in that whole attitude uh, that's out Amen. there. Amen. And uh, <laughs> um, my mom, I used to, my mom was a two-time state champion uh, tennis player in Michigan, Governor, and 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 so she taught me how to throw a football. She taught me how to hit a tennis ball, how to kick a soccer ball. And I remember when I was a kid playing pop Warner football. And I'd come off, I'd get sacked or something, and I'd be have my head down in the dumps. I'd look up in the stand, and she'd give me that face, like, get your butt back in that guy. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to disappoint yeah. mom, right? <laughs> never, I mean, never. Gotta, I was like, ah, no, anybody but mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, you never hear the end there, of it. There, there was another fellow by the name of George Schriever. George has passed away now, but George was a senior at Texas A&M when I was a freshman. I lived next door to him. And, uh, he, he was always, uh, you know, I never had a big brother. I never had a brother at all. Uh, and he, he played that role of a big brother. He kind of took me under wing. Um, and it, as a matter of fact, I remember as I got to Texas A&M, my first day there, I went over and got my hair all cut off and my father and George Schriever were standing under an, uh, an old oak tree as we were getting uh, brought in. Uh, we were standing in formation and starting to kind of get the first mm-hmm. <laughs> taste of being a freshman in the Corps of Cadets. <laughs> and, and George, I didn't know about this conversation until years later, but my father uh, was standing by George, and George was six foot four, big old tall drink of water. My dad's no small guy, and and Dad had his you know his Stetson hat on, which he always <laughs> wore and still does, uh, and leaned over to George Schriever and says, Schriever? Make a man out of him. And, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here we go. So, here we go. Uh, here we go. And, here come and, the beat and, and here's a fascinating, you know, kind of the rest of the story. You know, not only did I live next door to him, literally he would beat on the wall and I'd run around the corner as a young uh, freshman and, and he would have various jobs and things for me to do and tasks and what have you, you know, everything from shining his brass to shining his shoes to seeing him to sleep at night. I mean, it was, it was a, a fascinating uh, awesome. nine months as a freshman in the Corps of Cadets. But after I finished pilot training and I ended up getting my assignment to uh, fly C-130s, George was just coming back from uh, two tours of Vietnam uh, as, a, as a pilot uh, in, in the theater over there. And he ended up in the C-130 TAC Airlift Squadron that I was in, and we became uh, aircraft commander and co-pilot on a hard crewed uh, 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 aircraft. And, and so we flew together for almost a year until I started my upgrade training to move over to the left seat. So, but he was a guy that never gave up on me. He was a guy wow. that basically saw something. That's priceless that, training uh, right there. And, 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 like and so those, these mentors in life are incredibly important. And it's one of the reasons that uh, Marcus and uh, Morgan, you know, Clint Bruce would carry the load, uh, that, that, that they play such an important awesome. role in uh, the, 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 this entire uh country because we we, you know we've been at war now for over a decade and and we got a a lot of uh kids that are wounded uh and 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 a lot of times we don't see how they're wounded they're mental and psychological wounds that are going to take a long long time to heal and 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 i'm you know I'm, i'm i'm quite a critic of our federal government and the veterans administration i think they have failed and failed miserably, miserably. Uh, uh, taking miserably. care of, of these kids. And so there's a place for us, um, you know, there's these thousands of, of charitable groups out there. You know, some of them, you know, I think most of them all started with good, uh, good hearts. Sure. But, yeah. uh, you know, the fact is there aren't that many uh, that are just really doing a jam-up job. There's a few. I mean, I, I've helped with a, a group called... Uh, uh, Military Warriors Support Foundation and uh, give, gives homes to uh, to kids, but love it. Uh, you know, you know, the Lone Survivor Foundation. I mean, there are there are a number of them that do a really good job. But the fact is, you don't have to belong to a charitable organization to help. 
Uh, no, you know, uh-uh. you know, they're serving uh, everywhere. I mean, you never stopped the minute you just even while you were governor. And that, I mean, taking care of all of all the veterans and even the active duty, especially from Texas and me. I mean, most people don't don't realize that I was hiding under the under the roof <laughs> of, the, of the governor mansion for as long as I was getting healed up, married over before you. You and Lady Perry released me out into the wild. But uh, and even then, he stepped down from being uh, governor to run for President of the United States, <laughs> and then you're still out there hustling. I know you're probably doing you're doing something right now, and then you're not at home right now, and then all the other organizations and charitable events that you do. It's just it's a nonstop deal. And for guys like like you, I think that what we were talking about, people like to hide their failures. We don't do that. We can't fail in the open, right? We have to because of our job description and the and the, and the people that we are. And you back it all the way up to how we were raised. You started getting. The hard stuff early, getting beat down, and it was the little failures that we had that led to, you know, you learn. And that way, when we got into situations when you're flying an aircraft or you're in a gunfight or something like that, and you do get hit, man, they can't take you down that far. Because you, you, you've walked the ladder, the steps on the ladder we walk up are, are they're pretty tight together. People ask all the time, you know, what, what drives that? And I'm like, well, what, what doesn't drive it? I mean, it's just who I... People like to label themselves like, well, this, you know, I'm part of this and part of that, man. Once you absorb something, you and I, the reason we get along so well, it's, that's just the way it is. And I, it. Yeah, exactly. That's who you are, man. It's not, not what I do. Or- part about who your DNA is. Governor, one thing I want to ask you, and, and, you know, everything that I've heard about you and read about you and followed you and, and, and what Marcus and Mel have told me about you, which is amazing, wonderful, blessed stuff. That's a lie. I never say anything about you. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to know what. Why do you want to serve as much as you do? I mean, what's the drive behind? I mean, you come off the biggest stage in the world, and and you didn't win the presidency, but you're right back at it. You're right in the grind. What drives you to want to keep serving? You know, I can't speak for everyone. I can only I can, I can only address my life's experiences about this, and and and, and I'm I'm very confident. I know exactly why. I'm still um, on the uh, on the on the field, if you will. I'm I'm still out there in the arena, um, and it's because I came from a family uh, that taught me, and not only taught me, they also showed me by how they lived their lives that Amen. public public service is a very important uh, part of being a citizen of this country. And that none of us, none of us got to this place by ourselves. Uh, that there were people who came before us that you know either knocked down forests or cleared paths or in you know physically and and, and literally. Uh, and, and and so my dad uh, was an old B seventeen tail gunner in World War II. Uh, wow. You know he awesome. expected his son uh, to serve this country. My dad was on the school board. Uh, my dad was a county commissioner for 28 years, uh, and it, it was about giving back to your country, to your state, in his wow. case, to his county that he lived in. And we were multiple generations of people who had done that. My great great grandfather was, um, well, actually three three greats back, uh, who was also a county judge in Haskell County. He had been a state representative. And he left Trinity County in 1862 to go be a part of M Company Texas Infantry, which is part of Hood's Brigade. Wow! Uh, you know, so these <laughs> these amazing. are people who, um, you know, you you, you can, uh, you, uh, and and I tell kids on a regular basis. Listen, you don't have to be, you don't have to join uh, military service. You you know, pick one, Marine Corps. You can serve or, anyway. Or Peace Corps, the- you know, or anything in between. Uh, find your place to give back. But that's what drives me. America is great, and America will be uh, great in the future because there are enough of our citizens uh, that understand the concept of public service and giving Amen. back. And, and the, the, the greatest gift that you have uh, for, your, for your country is to find a place where you can volunteer and give back. Uh, so, hey, look, you know, hey, it, bottom line boils down to you're happy. Like when I, when I came into the house and I and and y'all started taking care of me, 
I mean, you, you kind of got to look at all everybody who does a life of public service, man. They're just happy. You know, you happy. see them. They, they, I mean, they're, they truly are. And, and it's an ugly business. Right. I mean, you could, and that's the fighter part of it. So you, you call you a fighter, a warrior, an operator, a soldier, whatever the labels, how, however far back they go. Basically, you're just a good man, right? Yep. And your service to, to what provides that yeah. and ultimately to our women. And then you, you you set me in the direction that I, I I mean all these foundations the charitable work everything we get out to get up and just give back to everybody who gave to to me and my family I learned that from y'all so I mean I, that's awesome is that was that not I don't know how that's not clear I, I, <laughs> I came from being a straight up uh, frog man I didn't know any of that man and as I was recouping and and, and getting back on my feet and the, we've been through some dark times together brother and and now look at us I mean you ran for president and and Twice. I got a family now, a wife. And yeah. Right? I know, we're going again. Yeah. I didn't get enough of it the first time, man. I wanted to get me some of that two times. Yeah. Man, you know us Texas boys, man, we just like to get hit in the face. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we go in expecting pain. I just kind of wipe that blood off my nose and run in that wall again. But Amen. you know what? Come get Amen. some. You're going to have to whip me every time you see me. Holy cow. Well, listen, Governor. Uh, that ends this segment of of the Team Never Quit podcast. Uh, you know, I, I we're so thankful. You know, if, if and really appreciative of all your service, your influence. I'm in particularly thankful that you you help save my brother's life and you help uh, put him on this road to influencing people in a positive way. So we we just can't thank you enough for out of your day and and, and suspending that luxurious Whataburger that's in your your right hand right now for talking to us and and just thank you so much and uh, we're looking forward to having you on the after actions report here in a second. So God bless you, Governor. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys and, and Godspeed and, and uh, know that uh, you know the the road goes on forever and uh, as our old buddy said, the party never ends. Amen, amen. All right. I mean, sitting there eating a Whataburger. Right? (laughs) Dropping knowledge. That's actually (laughs) a lot more common than you think. Okay. No, no, no. What what I'm saying, that's what I can really go for one right now. (laughs) I'm hungry right now. Text it. But my point is, is that in the midst of him doing just an ordinary thing, the man has so much depth to him that he can help us understand that commitment that he has to this country. His ability. I'll tell you, man. Can, you know why he can do that? Because it's as natural as eating, right? right? I mean, it's who he is. It's part of it. It's, it's just legitimate. I mean, sit and focus and read a PowerPoint or something like that. And tell you how to be a decent human being. No, it, it's so ingrained in who the man is. I mean, I'm blown away by you know just uh, how he talks about you know the influence from the scouts and all, and the influence from his parents and 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 just it's just this long term commitment and God as well too and. You know, and being on that huge stage that he was recently on and, and you know, and, and, and his ability to keep going back because of how much he believes in this. Co- I mean, that's powerful stuff, man. Right. I mean, uh, look, we're bringing him on here. And that's a, it's special. Uh, for, 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 yeah. To come on here, because most people, when they listen, they and I don't think I, I swear I do not think about it like this. He's a presidential candidate. I respect that part of it. And I, I, I think I've been clear about why yep. know, I respect all things yep. Yep. if it's earned like that. But, I mean, he, he he's like a father to me because in a time when – so I got out, and it wasn't – like, I wasn't broken or anything. My mental – I was still team guy. That was the problem. <laughs> you still wanted to go. You right. still wanted Look, man, to fight. We can right? do a lot – yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things that we do in the teams that you, – there's a reason you do them in the teams. You don't do them in the civilian world. You don't world. do them. It's impossible. Right, possible. Right, right. right. absolutely. Okay, I'm glad it, you said that. I don't, it, I'm not going to say it. No, no, it's impossible. It's impossible because okay. you can't. It doesn't translate. The culture of the teams does right. not translate into the civilian world. Right, so – and I was hurt. Look, I, I, I mean, God I was still working. Yeah. I mean, I was – you remember, I was on the road over 300 days, 322 days a year. I mean, right. I was I – was, stepping and fetching most of that time man i just because i just look when the pain went away i didn't have any problem i i would work right through it and like that but the problem was it zapped my head right 
And thank God for him and his wife to help you right, through so that moment. She's, okay, look, you're talking about that our governor and first lady, our yeah. Lady Perry, okay? Right. That's huge to the state. I mean, we they, we choose them. They live in that house. And I, I just want to be clear to all my fellow Texans out there. While I was living there, I in no way ever disrespected the house <laughs> or dishonored the family or the- Or taste, or, or the great state the, of Texas. Or, yeah, in Texas, yeah, when the heads of state were show up and I was there. What's up? Yeah, no, no, I was, I, yeah, I knew, okay? I was all, well, maybe uh, once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> There was this one time. Uh, there was this one time when uh, I mean, the head yeah. of Russia was over Oopsie. and I was in my undies. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, who the hell are you? you know? <laughs> well, who the hell are you? <laughs> help, help everybody understand, man, that you know we, we need great people in our right. lives. Okay, so look, people talk about me being behind him, being in the political world, and, and I do understand politics I, 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 very well, but when it came to that and from my for, for me, to stand behind him was just like we do in our community, right? I'm like, hey, I stand behind him. I stand behind him because I, politics aside, what he did, all these great things for Texas, okay? He is a good man. He's a good, solid He man. ran that state, ran for president, and then under that, the guidance of Lady Perry, I mean, she's a nurse. Right. That's just, you know, common human just puts you together. Kind Puts you on a path. Empathy. That's what it was, man. I mean, I just needed a, a way, or not a way, but a, like, focus my attention. Right. Well, that, they gave it. Guess to where you. I was? It was it was focused at the highest level. Yep. I mean, the by, head, by the by the people who were living in by, that focused by, state. By the, yeah, our state chose these people to, and that's who I was focused by. Right. So I mean, I had the training of the United States government, and then the focus of the the leadership, the governor of, of, of Texas. Texas. Yeah, and that, and you know, and when you hear his story, it makes it no wonder why it was a great time in your life. Right? Oh, because man, when dude, well, saying, you know, like, it's a piece by piece deal. Yeah, yeah, and it and it doesn't happen overnight, right? You don't uh, you don't you don't come back from adversity in 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 a in a blink of an eye or anything. You got to stay true, and you got to hear the people around you, the influence. You got to let it settle in, right. and you got to let it influence and, you in a look, meaningful the, way. The, we, he he's not a politician. He's he's just he was in politics for that amount of time, is the way I like to say it. Because I've seen what's behind the curtain, man. I. I live there. Right. And I, you, you, need, you need to talk to Melanie. Here, Melanie, <laughs> she first started having to, when I, when I met her, I was like, I had boss. to, that's who she had to go meet. Right. <laughs> that's which, awesome. Which was great. I mean, but you got to meet my I mean, chaperones. Like, I, I, that, when, he, when he prays, he prays every, before every meal. Right. Before we go to bed. I mean, before he goes to bed. That prayer's a big deal. Uh, and praise for the president. I mean, there's not a, it's, Politics is a is a business, right? Yes. You can't look at. I mean, that's the way. Look at it any way you want. Sport, business. I mean, watching the election this time, I was looking at those people, and they like, man, they are so excited. This is literally a sport. Oh, it's it's a sport. I mean, with coaches and teams it's, and playing it's, for it, it. It's the biggest sport in the world. Now, this is really the first one I've paid close. To, I mean, before this, man, we were busy. We were busy. We just worked. We just worked. Yeah. But now when you're starting to pay attention, you look back and just to see how, and because of all the chaos that we're having in this, it's yeah. a great learning environment. Epic learning. Right? You know what I mean? About our country, about our history, right. about how so politics When work. you got somebody who can move in and out of both worlds, because that's what he does. Right. And I mean, when, we were, when I was at the house or if I was anywhere with him, it wasn't talking about, if he wasn't working, we weren't talking about work. Right. You know, you have that person. He was, got, he was he mentoring My him, point was, he, was, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, my point was, is that, you know that you got somebody who came up in the place or the in the in the ways they're trying to implement because when they're when they're not at work, right? Yeah, you know, he's right. just a good dude when he's not at work. He's trying to help. He grew up on a cotton farm with nothing, worked his way up, and I mean, was a pilot. Yeah, he was a Boy Scout, uh, Eagle Boy Scout, Scout, right? He I mean, went to, where did he go to school? He went to. Uh, uh, oh. Don't screw that one up, dude. I, I, yeah, he's yeah, I, I, Aggie Swagger. Aggie you know, Swagger you know, all day long. We have a, okay. We do my, have my AOIC in my first platoon yeah. was an Aggie. Who, who was it? Landry. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of them. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Let me yeah. tell you something. They're 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 a unique Texan. Okay. We a like unique? to say out here we have. Oh, okay. You got an East Texas boy and a West Texas. Because all right, so you know we do have a type of Texan called an Aggie. All right, it, it's an actual Texan. Okay. They swagger different, talk different, and get fired up. I mean, they're they're awesome. Uh, but, uh, it's so much fun because well, and I was, you run into Aggies because when I open my mouth, people automatically, that means 
pretty clear where I'm from. And then there is no doubt. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, all my family are Aggies, and then right. we have some Longhorns. We got some bears, a couple of cougars, a few bear cats. I mean, we got it's it's a, a kennel, right? A zoo. That's what this place is. It's the zoo, baby. <laughs> Oh my God! I Texas wanna... is this. <laughs> we got everything here, including an Aggie, including and... pride, including oh, man. commitment, Dude, including bravery, you know, truth, loyalty. Uh, that's across our. I mean, I mean, our, our, you know, that's it's one of them deals. You're so proud, and well, you're so dang proud in your people that that makes you proud in your state, and that makes you proud where you come from. And look, I, I mean, pride in yourself, right? Oh. I, I love our commercials growing up, man. Like the don't mess with Texas. Don't litter on our, uh, apparently, you know, we had some people who throwing trash out of the windows. I, I seem to remember my father doing that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't eat a cheeseburger just wrapping up the, that, that was back when the baby seats were in the floorboards. Yeah, there. literally in the floorboards. Yeah, because we were laying in the floorboard. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was no baby seats. There was, I was like, baby, what? Yeah, right? <laughs> we were in the back of the station wagon, uh, no, right? Uh, you know, in the back no, seat. No, no, we're in the station wagon. Trucks here. South, better <laughs> South Florida. Just Midwest, with you, that's a... Those panel uh, station wagons that's are it, awesome. That's it. That's it. Anyways, so what with, are we talking about? Governor Perry, the yeah, influence. I know that, man. The influence. Wizard, in- hold on. This is fun. <laughs> this is a good one, man. I'm, I'm uh, so yeah, the influence is growing up, and the pattern, right? We talked about that, man. It's a faith, family, community. Get into your uh, your community and meet the other people around. They right. going to the universities and doing. There's a there's a reason why we that everyone considers that a the productive process right right because right. it produces productive people right. you have to be productive to do it and then when you get out it's ingrained in you to be that and and when you see the people who now granted i'm sure there's some people who take this as like i need a cub scout boy scout weebelow and, and this guy i mean those are probably serial killers <laughs> the point i'm trying to make is you don't have to do all of them yeah but if you pick one that's that me- is meaningful that, yeah, and purposeful yeah, to get out there and take the step right stand up and get out there and do it man take and the step bodies that stepped up when his country called, you know was at war and he then, does and i hopefully that you're listening and then and, through all of that opened himself up to i mean i was he, look he didn't know who i was man that's not how that went down right i mean he started showing me this kindness before any of that right and i mean i wouldn't all i had i wasn't remember my name wasn't out there right right all i had been i just Got a metal pin on my chest that yeah. nobody knew about yet. Right, right. So when all this started happening, he opened up, man. I was just a busted up frog man. And he, or, and yeah, he, busted yeah. up. And remember, because I got hurt when we got yeah. back from my yeah. body, man. Right. I was out. Yeah. And uh, I just showed up and was like, Eddie, <laughs> and I'm here. And he took you in, man. And that <laughs> I, says a I was lot just waiting for character. the memoirs to come out about our time and be like, Dude, this six foot five, two hundred eighty pound <laughs> tattooed monster walks through the front gate, and we were so damn scared. He, he wouldn't leave, <laughs> and we just had to get to know. I'm just waiting for that. To, you know, what I mean? they're still so worried about me flipping my mind out the, uh, through combat trauma. He's gonna lose his mind. I was combat trauma. You are combat right? trauma. <laughs> I have, man, there's so many times I was just hope hilarious the way they had to look out for me and just keep me on. I mean, it had to be, oh, it had to be hilarious for them sometimes. Well, epically hilarious for the, for that to happen to the, because the whole family is wonderful. Right. Sydney's like a sister to me and Griffin is probably one of the smartest guys I know. I mean, hell, that ought to tell you something right there about who they are. Look at those kids. They are the kids. Sydney Perry is beautiful and smart and she's an Aggie. Griff is highly intelligent. I mean, I'm, I think he might be already done. You right. know, he's kind of due, due for retirement. <laughs> he's, he's smart. He's got his daddy's swagger too. You know, right. he's just awesome family, man. And the jokes, once I, you know, Sydney, man, she adopted me as her brother. You know, I became like the, the, the watchdog. That's cool. Right. You and looked just over so the she's flock. Yeah. Oh, brother. You looked over man, the flock. Jo- Pitbull on a leash, Jer- jerking off the whole attack. You know what I kind of They never did. They were, yeah. you know, maybe it was. <laughs> no, but um, hell, she's marrying a team guy. It, well, good for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, I, is that a good idea? Yes, it is. I mean, obviously, I mean, they wouldn't have you. I'm just kidding, man. I, I was, yeah. That was a shot of him because he's an officer. <laughs> well, I want to thank Governor Perry for what he did for you, bro. But I, and the most important thing, I want to thank him for coming on again. I mean, you know, and, and if you're really excited about what you heard today with our interview with Governor Perry, please don't hesitate to go to the our website at the teamneverquit.com forward slash podcast. 
Go to the after actions report and listen to the Governor Perry's after actions. Listen to the how to as he applies his never quit mindset in his life day in and day out. And thank you for coming on board. You know, if you want more information, you want to help spread the spread the word of the never quit mindset and the never quit podcast. Please take our podcast, you know, our, our website at tnqpodcast.com. Share it with your friends. Follow us on social media. We're on all the different social media platforms, you know, but really get out there and listen to the shows. I mean, stop yourself. Stop your life. Stop for a minute and listen to what's coming out of our minds. We have a good time. We like to be positive. But in its core, what we're helping you understand to do is to ignite that fire in your gut. And to get up off your butt and get out there and feel life as you should be felt, as it should be felt. So you too can ignite and really live and have that great never quit your story yourself. Remember, our motto here is great stories ignite legends. So to to wrap it up on my end, I just want to thank God. I want to thank my family, my friends, my teammates. I want to thank you, Marcus, Wizard, all the people at Team Never Quit, uh, my, my children, and most importantly, I, I just I want to thank those people who have influenced me, those direct mentors in my life, because without you, I certainly wouldn't be here today. Marcus? Uh, thank God, man, for giving me all my abilities, my teammates and my friends for helping me find them, and the boss lady for marrying me and giving me the life I'm having now, and all you wonderful people out there stopping by and joining us. And just remember, man, through all y'all and the stories of the people that we bring in here, we're connecting every ordinary human being through extraordinary stories. That's it. That's the. That's, how many different ways can I say it? That's <laughs> I think the new you deal, got it. right? <laughs> that's the new deal. That's all, all I got. Right, I'm out. I'm out.